a regular program, which is Hayom Yom. Now, the, the first four classes, we read the introduction. We are ready now to read the first entry in Hayom Yom. It's on page Dalit. Shabbos, Yutas Kislev, Gimel. You see? And we're going to read in order. Now, let me first say this. I think I did say this last week, last time, two weeks ago, but I want to repeat it again. And that is that they translated Hayom Yom into Hebrew, into Lashon Kaidish. And um, because people don't all speak Yiddish, and many of the entries in Ayyem Yayim are in Yiddish. They also originally took out the Shiurim. They took out the Chomish with the title of the Tilim because it's constantly changing. And the Rebbe was very unhappy about it because evidently the one who wrote Ayyem Yayim knows the relationship between the day of the week and the day of the month and the day of the year and the entry. We may not be able to appreciate the connection between what happened on Shabbos Pashat Yishlach, Yitzhak Kislev, Toshin Gimel, and the Shir Chumish, and Tilim, and Tanya, and the entrance. And as I told you many times, that Michal Zelikson had the schus and the wisdom to study the Ayyem And he published three whole volumes in which he did research to try and uncover a little bit the mystery and the secrets in the Ayyem Yom. I told you many times that the Rebbe's brother Label, the Rebbe had a brother Label, who was a genius of the highest magnitude. I mean, he had the same kind of mind, the kindness, he's up, like the Rebbe, who was a God not so. And he lived in Eretz in Tel Aviv. And the Hasidim used to hang out with him for a number of reasons. First of all, they were, some of them were childhood friends from Nikolaev, Mirastov, from Yekaterinoslav. Second of all, because he was a brilliant man, and he knew more Hasidim than they would know in a hundred lifetimes, and they used to fabricate with him. But the third reason was, because whenever a publication... So the reason the Hasidim hung out with label is because whenever a publication came out in New York from the Rebbe, the first copy was sent to the Rebbe's brother. The Rebbe was the head of Merkis, so he had certain rights. He was up. As soon as something was printed, he sent his brother a copy. Hasidim wanted, the, if you wanted the fresh stuff from New York, you had to hang around label because he got it. So when Ayyem Yem came, he came to the Anash, to Reb Nochem Goldschmidt, who was like a friend of his from way back. And he told him, My brother sent me his first published work. And he was very proud of the Rebbe. He had great hopes and visions for the Rebbe. He says, yeah, let's see it. The figuring to see up the safer of Lomdus, of Goinus, of Pilpul. It's a link of Chassidish of Pizgamim from the three of the Rebbe's writings. So they look at it and they say, this is your brother's Chibus. Nothing. It's like, Abarbirab Dachad Yema. A Yeshiva Bacha could make this. You collect sayings and you put them. So the, the label, who was not about the spoilers, label was not a man of much emotion, went like this. He put his hands on his head. Did, is. He has no idea what's in this book. Zelikson started to explore the Yom Yom, Sozangizun, and he found all kinds of codes that the Yom Yom goes according to the Seder of the Rambam. It goes according to the Seder of the history of the world from Bereshis. How if you follow the Yom Yom with, with a discerning eye, you'll see a pattern. In other words, the Rambam wrote the Yom Yom with many layers, and they all fit together. They overlap in a magical lattice work. There's a lot of Seders, not one, but many. So he was working on a certain project and he got stuck. So he wrote to the Rebbe that he's stuck. So you think the Rebbe would tell him the head of Hakanah Chinik? He's analyzing the Rebbe's own safer. The Rebbe writes back to him, Keep looking, you'll find. About the 
He eventually had the unbelievable schus. And the Rebbe gave him the handwritten Hayyem Yayim, the Ksav Yad Kedish. The Hayyem Yayim in the Rebbe's own hand, he gave it to him a Matan. With the entries of the Chitas of the Friedrich Rebbe. The Hayyem Yayim was written by the Rebbe, but every day the Friedrich Rebbe wrote in the Tanya. So that is the original man that you never gave it to him. And also a Hayyem Yayim, a printed Hayyem Yayim, the first printed Hayyem Yayim, with sources, where the Rebbe took the passages from. One of the big issues with Hayyem Yayim is it was hard to find the sources of many passages. We now know that a considerable number came from the Rebbe's own diary. That's why we didn't have them. It was private. And the Rebbe writes always, the Shimei on the bottom of your Hayyem Yayim, I printed, I printed up a copy of a Rabbi Hayyem where you see the sources. These sources come from the Rebbe's own Hayyem Yayim. When the Rebbe got the first printed Hayyem Yayim, he sat down on the printed book and wrote each, like by each passage, where he took it from. And he gave that also to Alex. That's how we know this. But anyway, we're going to learn Hayyem Yayim and we're going to read each day, we're going to read each passage, we're going to read the Shiurim, even though today is Sunday, Kislev, not Shabbat Yudas Kislev, but it's the right thing to do. We don't, we do, we don't know what it means, but it means something, so we're going to read it. And again, I want to announce every Sunday, believe me, the second hour, we're going to be doing this, and I suspect that it's going to be a ganz kishmak It'll turn out to be very pleasant. Shabbat Yudas Kislev, Etap Shingimul. And of course, So when it's Shabbat, you don't say Avrachman or Tzitkos. Avrachman is Vomusa, Tzitkos is Vomincha. Shiurim, Chumish, Vayishlach Shvi in Pirish Rashi, Tilim, Kapitol Tzadik, Tzadik Vav. And of course, let me add that the Fidik have made a Takana that when you, on days that you do not say Takhanun, you should say Kapitol Chav. And I told you the story about this a few times. Bayes Nissen Tafshin Bayes. Bayes Nissen, the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, just like his father for the Rebbe Rashab. And the Friedrich Rebbe said Kaddish. Because the Friedrich Rebbe died without a minion, the Friedrich Rebbe was Bagashmi's limited, it was very difficult for him. And he didn't always have a minion. In fact, when the Rebbe lost his mother in Tafshin Bayes, the Pshmuel died The Rebbe didn't even die for his own mother. He didn't say. He only said Kaddish and it was physically too exhausting for the Friedrich Rebbe to be the Chazan. So he asked the Shmuel of Itten to daven on his behalf. And he has a letter for the Friedrich Rebbe to Rebbe Shmuel where he's writing to him about doing such lichasen. He said, but the most important thing is you got to be around New York because you have to daven for the Yom. He davened for the Rebbe, for the Friedrich Rebbe, the Tzvillis for his own mother. And they called a minion to say Kaddish. I heard from Rabbi Yaakov, like, he told me he was, he was living in Bar Park. His father had the mikveh. And Rabbi Simpson came with a group of Bachrim. And the mikveh was already closed. and said, come let us into the mikveh. I'll give you something very good in return. So he let him into the mikveh. He said, come, come to 770. Rabbi Yaakov, he told me this to himself. They went upstairs and they were there beside the minion of the Friedrich Rebbe. And he said Kaddish. It was Nissen. 
So in this one, you don't say Tachnun, right? So after Shmanesa, you say a small Kaddish. And when it came to Asher, well, Tzien, the Fidik Rebbe went into a trend. He vanished. You could see that he wasn't there. He just disappeared. I mean, he was physically in the room, but he wasn't dominant. So the minion waited. And after Meshach Mani picked up his head, and he said, did you imagine hearing this from the Rebbe Malay, the Tatis Bamirgivez, and he says, my father just came to me. And he said, Abibaldus Eif Tzadeh Hila Yankiv was during World War II. It's an Eif Tzadeh. To say Tachnun Tarmanisht. But on days when you don't say Tachnun, you should add, not as a part of Dominic, but as part of the Shiatilim, to say the Kapitel Chop. And this starts the meaning that in any day that we do not say Tachnun, including Shabbos and Yom Tif. Before Tilim, we say Kapitel Chav, Kapitel Ramsech How we do it on Shabbos Yom Tif is a clear. But this is the story behind this meaning. So you just kiss even though it doesn't say that Yem Yem, we would also say Kapitel Chav. And naturally, of course, as the meaning is, you say your own Kapitel. And then you say the Shir Yemi in a Zebrite, and the Achsidim of Fezach, and you also say the Rebbe's capital. I'm sure every Lubav Shechoset first says the Rebbe's capital, then he says own capital. I remember as a Bachet, I remember watching this. The Rebbe would come into Kriya, right before Toshin Memchat, the Rebbe didn't have what it means in Shachas. He used to come into Kriya, and they prepared for the Rebbe, Chumash and Atilim. What capital did the Rebbe say? First he said his own, and then he said the Rebbe says, You could watch the Rebbe say the capital. First he said, I remember, Seeing specifically, he said first Peval and then Pezain. The Rebbe was older than the Rebbe. And then, of course, you say the Shiri Yemi of Tilim. Tanya, say for the Kut Yamar, I'm looking for Shem Uktsar Bez Hashem is Bonach, has come as Harab Mehanapala and Rav Makayim. Okay, whatever that means. Okay, it's the Chitas of past Thursday. Now we go to the Yem Yem proper. Now, women don't deal with this and don't pay attention to this because they don't daven for the Yomid. But this is an issue. In many communities, you don't go to the Yomid without a talus. Shabbos, you daven mincha ma'iriv with a talus. Bachrim and Lubavitch don't wear talus. But if a bachr davens, or a bocher lanes to put on a talus. And the Rebbe is saying that it's not a mini chabat to put on a talus. Mincha Maidiv, even Shabbat Yamtiv. But the Rebbe adds one more quetch. Of course, more important than keeping with Abba Shimon is not making politics. If you come into a show where the mini gets to wear talus and they give you an Ali and they ask you to put on a talus, put the talus on. It's not a mitzvah to make a fight about everything, but there's one exception. And that's Maidiv. The Rebbe says, Maidiv, you have to insist not to use that. They ask you to have a mincha for the yamin, or they ask you to lane, and they ask you to put on a towel, put the towels on. Maidiv not, because it says that the kids for Yarizal are wearing a towel at night to the Sakonin. It's a Sakonin. It's dangerous. So, we we don't put on towels for mincha Maidiv. Bochum don't wear towels when they lane. My father told me that when Bochum is to lane by the Rebbe, they put on towels. Rebbechen and Gordon made him, so I must you could probably remember this. And made them put on a towel and said, Cover that seabed for shit. You're laying for a large congregation of people on the Shabbos morning and you're a bachan, put on a towel. Whether you put it on top of your head and you have a shower with a bracha, whatever. But by night, that's 
So they threw a goyrol. Who should get which part of the Guf Kaddish of the Magid? And the Alter Rebbe was given Reishi Kesem Puzzle. The Rebbe was Eche in Goyrol that he should be tabled the head of the Magid. And the Alter Rebbe swore that he tabled himself. That he did not have to table the Magid. The Magid is Chalein Table Gevezen. Not the Estalk is the Magid is Chalein Table Gevezen. There's a word from the Rebbe Rashab. The Rebbe Rashab said about the Hilga Baal Shemtif. The Baal Shemtif passed away the first day Shavuos. It's a fact. There used to be a Vikuach about it, but now it's been determined as a matter of fact because we found a portion of a document written by somebody who was there, Bishop Meiser, and he wrote that on the first day Shavuos, Baal Shemtif, he wrote it then. He wrote it in Tav Kofchot. So it created a big shayla. Because if someone passed away the first day, Rabbi Allah, you to bury him the second day through a goy. So the Fidik Rebbe said to his father, Rebbe Rashab, that means if the Balshadah was the start of the first day, Shavuos, that means a goy was misasik with Guf Kachesh Allah Balshadah. And a goy was involved in the holy body of the Balshadah. Had the Rebbe Rashab genfit, with the Guf Kachesh Balshadah, with the holy body of the Balshadah, nobody needed to help he didn't explain what that means he didn't say what happened he just said don't worry there was no God <laughs> God was not involved in the Hashanah's quota it's probably it's probable that the Yistak of the Levi was the next day and this had paid him for it the meaning is the din is the, you try to rush you don't want people by us late all in live say we try to bury it as soon as possible that's covered on mess Allah for Tasha but there's reasons why you could postpone a person's Levi but the Vashemtas, the Rebbe Rashab said that Vashemtas, nobody had to help. The Alter Rebbe said, he, as a witness, he saw that when it came to the table, they had the Tzachalein table of us. Now, we continue to read another historical event, right? Yutas Kislev, served many purposes. It's a book in which the Rebbe incorporated the Minahagim. Like the first line we read was a Minig. And then historical events, dates. And then lastly, we're going to have a Pisca, right? You see how that Yem Yem is structured. First, the Rebbe brings a custom with Negev to Maitu Pel Hayyidin Fiyid. Then he tells us what happened specifically on that day. And then comes a Pisca. Now, let me, before I continue, I should have mentioned it earlier, but I will mention it now. The Rebbe of Gazunza, the Rebbe, was Makushit and Fiyidik Rebbe, naturally. He used to go to the Fiyidik Rebbe for Yamtif. He was living in Germany, in Berlin, then later in Paris, France. But for Pesach, Hafatisha, he came to the Rebbe, first in Riga, and then later in Atvat. In Pyong. When the Rebbe is come to Friedrich and Rebbe, naturally he watched the Hanhogis of the Rebbe the Shred. He watched how the Friedrich and Rebbe took a feed. And he used to keep a journal, a diary. In his journal, he wrote down things that the Rebbe said. The things that the Rebbe said publicly, the Rebbe shared, but the, the, the Fidik Rebbe used to have a lot of private conversations with the Rebbe. The Rebbe kept this in his journal. And as the Rebbe said once, <laughs> the Rebbe said, I heard of myself of the Rebbe. The Shred of Givuz, at Eib Eret Esmir Gizok, at Tok Freye, at Tok Shpete, at Betareis Platz. A day earlier, a day later, I'm not going to be able to keep it a secret. 
ones can own. So if, if the feet again, it's over to me. That's a raya that I'm allowed to repeat it. That's a freya. It's a special aray flat. But the Rebbe didn't keep secrets. Everything the Rebbe told, he would right away repeat. We know certainly the shemus. As soon as the Rebbe heard it, he wrote it down. He printed it, gave it out. The Rebbe was a teva ayin. His home is his gavin. Not I have and you don't have. Let's all share. But there were things that Fidigam did tell him in private. He wrote them in his journal. But he also had a separate section for Minhagdam. And he wrote down how the Fidigam Rebbe did everything. So he wrote it down the first time he saw it. Let's say Tadig Gimel. Pesach Tadig Gimel. He saw how the Fidigam Rebbe behaved, but say did. He wrote down all the Minhagdam. And then in later years, he would write on the margin of the page that in Tadig Zayin he did different. He didn't, in other words, he, he sort of concentrated one section of his Rishimis to Minogim. He wrote down the first time he saw a certain Minogim of Fidigam, he wrote it down. And if he later saw a change in the Minogim, he would write at the same place that in this year he made a change. And the, Fidig, the Rebbe collected many, many Minogim that the Rebbe, the Fidigam, was like when the Rebbe came to America, he asked the Friedrich Rebbe about Minhagi Chabad. He said himself, the Rebbe said, How come we don't see that to see them know the Minhagi? So the Friedrich Rebbe said, This was considered Chitainius. The custom to consider Chitainius, Ica was the Pnimius, the Chasidis, the learning, the davening, the Maimorim. And people were not into the Chitainius. And the Rabbeim were Makhbit. The Rebbe Rashab used to say, the Rebbe Rashab used to say, I don't like the fact that people are imitating me. The Baruch the Sipur, with the Rebbe Rashab once, the Rebbe Rashab used to wash his hands like we do, three times each hand, with a towel. The, the din in Shachem you have to wash each hand once. The belt fits, have to wash each hand two times. We wash three times with an aludis, with a towel. Only the Rebbe Rashab didn't do it. Once watched the Rebbe Rashab do it, and he imitated it. So it happened to two Hasidim. One Hasid was a big lamp and a big oivid and a big maskul, and the other was a posh thing. The Rebbe Rashab washed three times, and then this Hasid followed after the Rebbe Rashab, and he also washed three times. And then the Ish Poshet did the same thing. So the Rebbe Rashab turned to this Hasid, the first one, and said to him, Why are you washing three times with a towel? He says, I watched the Rebbe do it, so he did the same thing. The Rebbe said, How do you know that you're holding by it? Maybe you're not holding by it, you have to be holding by it. Today we do these menogam, but in those days, you know, I think that's how some of them. So, so he said, What about the other guy who doesn't know nothing? He's on the other Mike Arminic. He watched the Rebbe wash, he imitated it. So the Rebbe said, Because he he's doing it, Lefi Tumi. He told me, Wash, he figures that's how he's supposed to wash. You're doing it, like the Chosid, the Gansinian, you know, So he says, You have to be holding by This is a true story. The Pasha he didn't say a word to. The big Chosid, he said, The Hosmada. But we do this. The Rebbe has many explanations for why this is that we live in the generation of Chatev, Achel, Chatev, we don't worry anymore about you're holding by it, you're not holding by it. You could do it, and it's a good thing. You happen on it, you do it. Like a Ben Tamsul. In the olden times, to put in a Ben Tamsul, you had to be a Ben Odom, a Mensch. You know, even by Chsidim, you didn't wear a Ben Tamsul until you're married. To become a Chosn. The idea of boys wearing Ben Tamsul was unheard of because the Ben Tamsul is a special goof, Naki. But you don't put on film more than you must. <laughs> 
So, the most Hasidic Christ, if you're familiar, they put on a Bentaham Terechasene. In Lubavitch, the Seder was that when you turned 18, you would ask the Rebbe. And the Rebbe would ask you a few questions. And sometimes he would say yes, and sometimes he would say what? So when you turn 19, you ask again? And sometimes the Rebbe would say yes, and sometimes the Rebbe would say what? Sometimes the Rebbe would wait to let you put on a bit of time till you became a chassan. Or until you got married. The Rebbe used to say, you don't just put on a bit of time. In Tav Shalamad, hey, they made an announcement, all Bacham said, by mitzvah, she's with a bit of time. So, well, the Bacham got higher. Mistam, of course, Mrs. Bukowski would say, of course the Bacham got higher. Said, yeah, but some of us don't have Mrs. Bukowski's heart. <laughs> We are close to the Mashiach. The situation in the world is such that instead of worrying about Kavanis, it's a good thing, do it. Now the meaning is, this is from after my times, that they put on Rabbein Tam the same day they put on Rashi. When I was by Mitzvah, Rashi put on two months before. Rabbein Tam, you put on to the Mitzvah. Today's boys put on Rabbein Tam together with Rashi, say it all from the Rebbe from the last year, I think from Tashin Mendes, that they put on Rabbein Tam the same time as Rashi. Because now the approach is, a good thing, do it. But in the olden times, a good tazach, Anyway, the Rebbe said to the Fidik Rebbe in America, which was already the new world in Mizrach, that uh, why wasn't there a Kochem in Hagim? So the Fidik Rebbe told him what I said to you. Number one, it was Chitainius, Mizrachadam Nishgi Koch. Number two, Mizrach Halt Madruf. So the Rebbe asked the Fidik Rebbe, what would he think about the idea of printing a safer of Minhagim for Chabad? We should know the Minhagim. And the Fidik Rebbe said, I glai It's a good thing, there isn't anybody to do it. So the Rebbe told the Fidik Rebbe, I wrote them down already, they're all ready, I prepared them, I said, in the Tvath, the Rebbe Ongeshim Alam Minhagim. And when that Yeim Yeim was published, the Rebbe said, the Shver, the Yev Mirushus, up to Druk in the Minhagim. The first place we have printed Menagia Chabad was in the Ayeim game. The Rebbe said, and the Friedrich Rebbe gave permission to print the Menagia. Not all the Menagia. The Menagia, Mashayachim, Lerabim. Menagia, which have to do with people, because there's three categories of Menagia. This Menagia had Rebbe. This Menagia, the only the Rebbe does, like for example, Zayin, others, Rabbeim, don't say Tachanun, but we do. That's a meaning of Rabbeim alone. This minhage beisarab minhage is done only in the Rebbe's house, and then the minhage chasidim. So the the Friedrich Rebbe gave the Rebbe the shoes to publish to publicize minhage that are for everybody, minhage that are private. This there's no reason to publicize it. But people are not supposed to do them. Fact is that many of those private minhage did trickle out, like the chuvalich, the shamalich, the shabbos chuvah. They 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 slit. They would light candles for the title for the Rebbe. They had different types of candles that they would light. Candles that they lit for those who passed away and candles that they lit for those who were alive. For those who passed away, I believe they lit wide, short ones. For those who were alive, they would light long, narrow ones. And it was a whole idea how the Rabbeim used to prepare psilis, wicks. Um, for the, the, 
the, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, I think the Rebbe himself, but the Rebbe is the they would put down a wick and say, this is for this grandson, and for each child, and for each grandchild, they would put down licht. These menhagim are brought in the Hayyim Yayim, and they brought the Sefer Amenhagim too. I've never seen anybody. I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, but as they give in the base Arab, they would prepare, and there was a whole say there, how they would make the candle, they would take these wicks, you know, in the old times they would dunk it into the wax and make for it to cool and dunk it. You know how you make a candle? Of course, you've all done it a million times, right? It was a cool to make a candle. But there were different types. The, the Nair Nishama and the Nair... The Chubalicht and the Nishamalicht. The Nishamalicht were those who passed away, and the Chubalicht were for the Lebedic, and they were separate for Shabbat Chubat. These are Minhagim, they were based at Minhagim of the Rebbeim. So some of those Minhagim we also know. But the Ruba, the Ruba, the Minhagim, the Rebbe published the Minhagim as a Yachim Larabi. The Rebbe once mentioned in Fabrengen that one of the Minhagim that the Fidik had ever let him print is the meaning of people who wear four pairs of Tfilin, which is nobody. Come out. It's in the Hayyim Yayim. And the Rebbe said that when they printed that, the Friedrich Rebbe had told the Rebbe how to do it. Why? Because the Friedrich Rebbe had told the Rebbe to walk four pairs film. The Rebbe said, I was afraid to wear it down. The Rebbe didn't put on four pairs film. He put on the Ben Tam film to the Chassan, I think, or to. It says, we know when the, his father, the Rebbe, wrote to the Rebbe a letter, he should start wearing a Ben Tam film, even to the Chassan when he became a Chassan. But the Rebbe didn't wear four pairs film. The Friedrich Rebbe told the Rebbe, I want you to wear four pairs film. And because of Enabisha, I will order them for you so that no one's going to know that they're for you. So the Rebbe, the Fidi Kebbe, ordered for the Rebbe four pairs film. The Rebbe used to wear four pairs film. And the Fidi Kebbe told him to say that you with one, you learn a Pasha Chumish, with the whole say that how you do it. The Rebbe in America used to put film on his shul. He didn't keep a secret. Everybody saw that he was putting on four pairs film. When it wasn't a sod, the Rebbe did it publicly like this. When the Ayyem Yayim was printed, he printed the say that of Anak of Dal film. And he said that the Friedrich can never allowed it to. It's a simon that even this kind of a meaning is a shaykh to everybody. But as a rule, the minhagim that we have are shayachim l'rabim. For us, any minute we read and say that I'm minhagim, in the majority, in the vast majority of minhagim, we're supposed to imitate. Now, one more very critical detail. And that is... Is a letter from the Rebbe to Rabbi Yanka Landau of the Shom, the Hindu Lebrach. Rabbi Landau was the Rav of Bnei Barak until his passing 20 some years ago. He was a Talmud of the Chachamim. He was a Ben Bayit by the Rebbe Rashab, by the Friedrich Rebbe's father. Till the day he died, which was 63 years after the Rebbe Rashab, he was Mokujet to the Rebbe Rashab. He was always Rebbe Rashab Zachos. He never was the Friedrich Rebbe Zachos, and he wasn't the Rebbe Zachos. But he had that Achiret. <laughs> and he used to write letters to the Rebbe. The Rebbe asked him, to write stories that he remembers. And he wrote. He wrote. Whatever he remembers, he wrote. The Rebbe told him, don't worry about whenever you remember something, write it and send me a copy. And his Rishimas are printed. If you have the new Shmuz Pesipurim from Falakan, when they saw this, you have a whole section of Yanka Landau's letters. They were written to the Rebbe. They're written, they're addressed as Kreit Kudoshah Se Shlita. He doesn't write Azmur. He writes Kreit Kudoshah Se Shlita. Chav Kuf Shlita. Azmur to him was always the Rebbe Rashad. Finished. I mean, you can criticize him. We should we should be Makusha like he was Makusha. But we love to criticize. It's the best. Even when it be a Chassid and tell the other guy, he ain't a Chassid. But he used to write to the Rebbe, Kreit Kudoshah Se Shlita. This is how we would address the Rebbe. And he wrote to the Rebbe many letters. With stories and minhagim, the Rebbe asked him, for example, he was the one who was involved in building the famous mikveh, the Rebbe Rashab's mikveh. So he wrote down a whole list of 
instructions, and they're printed in the back of Alter Rebbe Shachanon, you have a whole page of the instructions that Rebbe Rashab gave the Fidik Rebbe, how, I'm sorry, Rebbe Galando, from what material, what kind of cement to use, what kind of rubber to use, and how big the hole should be, all kinds of crafty piratim about our mikveh, the mikveh that we, the Lubavitch should use, Beir Agabi Beir, where the pit of Reg Shamim is right beneath the mikveh water, as opposed to on the side, the Vachulu, the Nifman Agabzi, Ashok, and so on. Um, in Taras Mayim, Rabbi Talushkin, he brings down that, that page. He prints that whole page. But Yankel Lando knew a lot. And he used to write to the Rebbe. Whatever he remembered, he would write. And like I said, it's all printed now. The Rebbe asked him to write to him how the Rebbe Rashab blew the Shvar. So he writes back to the Rebbe that he was discussing with another Chassid. And they were saying that the way a Rebbe blows Shafer is a Rebbe's business. It's not, none of our business. The Rebbe did Skiyas. And he writes a story that the Chassid, that one time the Rebbe Rashab blew Tkiyas, and Api Allah, they were very problematic. Api did, there was a shout, they were crushing the Tkiyas, and the Chassidim decided that the Rebbe Kikishev. So the Rebbe asks him, he should tell them how to blow Tkiyas. He writes to the Rebbe, basically, what difference does it make to you? A Rebbe blows under the Tkiyas. So the Rebbe writes him a second letter, and the Afafi came. <laughs> and, uh, and he adds, the, the letter's printed in the Igris, that any Han Hogger that a rabbi did is the meaning if a rabbi did a certain thing a certain way consistently that becomes the custom in other words there's no such thing as a rabbi doing something publicly that's private if it's private he'll do it privately if he does it one time how do you learn from one time but if he the Rebbe did in one particular fashion, and later on the Rebbe did it in a different fashion. And the Rebbe writes that any minhag which the Rebbe does bequeaths a particular way, that becomes the minhag. I mean, I'll give you an example which is, in my opinion, a controversy, but not everybody agrees with me. The way we do Again, ladies don't daven for the omelets, so they don't know how to do it. In the Sefer Amenhagim, it says how you bow your head. You ever watch the Chaz do you have doing like this? A lot of times you watch the chassid do hakafes. He doesn't know what to do. That's the room. But it actually says the Sefer Haman Hagim how you do it. That first of all, whenever you say Hashem's name, you lift your head up. This is b'chala cloud. You never bend your head and you say Hashem's name. This is true. But when you daven and you say Baruch Ata Hashem. You never bow and say Hashem's name. Only the base of Mikdash. May the Manach the Lach Shatu Hashem Alekeinu. Whenever you come to the Shem, you raise your head. The day is the Zin. So you always say Hashem. So what Reb would do? He would turn to the right. Yevarachacha Hashem, and the Yishmerach would face the middle. Yoyd would bend to the left. Hashem would lift up his head. Panavilach he would again bend to the left. And the Chunak he would bow to the center. Yisai would bow to the center. Hashem he would lift up his head. Panavilach, he would again bow to the center. Vyasim to the right. Lachot to the left. Shalom to the center. In Tavshin Memchas, when the Rebbe Daven for the Yom, he changed. And again, this is a matter of controversy. I, I, I still do it the old way because I saw contradictions in the way the Rebbe did it. But there are people who swore that the Rebbe changed it. Yivarecha to the center. Hashem up. Vyishmerecha to the right. Yoel 
to the center, he reversed it. So if the Rebbe did a bequeas, that becomes a new minik. Hagam and Sefer Am and Hagim, it's written in the old way. The Rebbe did it bequeas a certain way. But if the Rebbe didn't do it bequeas, one day like this, one day like this, one day like this, you can't imitate that. Because there's no way of knowing it. I'm going to give you an example. I don't know how many of you care about this, but I'll give you an example. In Maidim, during the week, we say Hamarachim. And Shabbos, we say Vehamarachim. Are you familiar with that? Know that nuance? Show the Alter Rebbe Siddur, there's no distinction. Tavshin Memchas, the Rebbe started to say Vehamarachim in the middle of the week. But there was no pattern. People say that for the most part, on days when you don't say Tachman, the Rebbe said Vov. On days when you do say Tachman, didn't say the Vov. I listened to the Rebbe David. There was no pattern. There was enough Yetas Menachlau. In the Siddur it says that when you daven a Shmineser with 19 brachas, you say Hamarachim. When you daven a Shmineser with 7 brachas, you say Vyah, like a Shchedish. A Shchedish is a weekday, right? Musa, a Shchedish, you say Vyah Hamarachim. And the Rebbe Zayda has a husband what's the Cheshman of the Vov. It goes to the fact that we're skipping the middle 12 brachas, so you say the Vav in place of Yamalach. I can't say Hezla Pikabola, which the Rebbe once by Fabang and refuted. The Rebbe said, Ich ding zach mit I heard that the Rebbe would say that from time to time. Ich ding zach mit zayt. But the Rebbe, Rabbi David Lavut was the Rebbe's grandfather's grandfather from his mother's side. But, anyways, so this is a minig which, again, I don't know how people feel, but the Rebbe made a change to Tafshin Memchas, but there was no pattern, in my opinion at least. The Maybe there was a pattern. The Vamrachim, as far as I'm concerned, the Zichah was in the pattern. But the point is, anything that ever did publicly bequeaths, that becomes a lot of minute. And I'm going to give you an example. And again, I hope this is not boring you. I find this absolutely fascinating. But a lot of this is men's stuff. Abdullah. And a lot of people don't even know this. But it happens to be written in the Siddish. When you make Abdullah, you say, Baby, I go What do you do with the cup? You put it in your left hand. As I state in Siddur, look at the Rav Siddur. And you take the Bishaman with your right hand, you're holding the cup. You light the candle with your right hand, you're holding the cup with the left hand. What does the Rebbe do? You put the Becha down. That's the Baba Chaminik, period. Because the Rebbe did it this way, but fierce. there is not an exception, as far as I know. My, what I'm trying to demonstrate to you is there are many things we watch the Rebbe do that we learn to duplicate and to imitate. But the rule is, it had to be something which you knew he always did the same way. If sometime was like this, we're not Mavinim and the Rebbe. There were things the Rebbe did always differently. We know the fact that Rebbe did always differently. It's impossible to learn from such in Yonah. And then there were things that the Rebbe publicly said are private business. Like the Rebbe used to add a few psukim in the Avtaydeh of the... Before Pesach, the Avtaydeh, we speaks about Nesim. The Rebbe used to add a few psukim and the Rebbe said, this is Shaykh not Nesim. This is a business for a Rebbe only. When the Rebbe became a Rebbe, it was one of the big chedushim, the Rebbe said those extra psukim. It was a sign that the Rebbe is recognizing that he's a Nasi, a Rebbe Bissel. But otherwise, a minute the Rebbe did Bekriyas becomes our custom. So the source of Lubavitch and Hagim are, number one, the Rebbe observed
term, the Friedrich Rebbe Sanhagen. And he wrote it down. The Menhagim of every day, the Menhagim of Shabbos, the Menhagim of Yom Tif, and Lahavl, the Menhagim of Avelis. He saw the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, sit with his mother in Tashemais. He wrote everything down. And I, I don't know if he showed the Friedrich Rebbe or not. I mean, the Rebbe doesn't have to show the Friedrich Rebbe the Menhagim. But the Friedrich Rebbe gave him the shoes to publish the Menhagim. He didn't print all of them. Because now the Rishim was also printed. You could see what he printed and what he didn't print. But Minahagin that the Rebbe felt was Shaykh Larabim, he printed. The first source of this is the Sefer Hayyemyeim. And for that alone, the Hayyemyeim is a, is a pearl. So many, you have no idea how many Minahagin are written here in the Siddur, many of which are not traditional. In other words, other Yidin do it different. This is the Minig Chabad Azei Pirinizach. This is how we do it. The second place where these Minahagin were published was in the Maimbarim. In Tov Shechaz, Test Yud, 1948-49-50, the last two, three years of the Fidik, Rebbe Chaim Chayosei, Ba'al Mahadein, the Rebbe used to publish contests and pamphlets of the Fidik, and in the back he would print all the Minhagim. On Purim, he printed Minhagim, Purim, on Pesach, Minhagim, Pesach, on Yudshvat, he printed Minhagim, Avelis, and that's the foundation of the Sefer HaMinhagim, which was published in 1965. Officially, the Sefer HaMinhagim was compiled by Rabbi Groner and Rabbi Greenglass, but 95% of it is they just took from the Rebbe and reprinted it, and the other 5% just think that they saw the Rebbe do. The Rebbe made the Sefer HaMinhagim, and interesting that somebody once told the Rebbe by one of the students upstairs that there's still more Minhagim. Maybe the Rebbe would print a Sefer HaMinhagim, Chaylik Shani. So the Rebbe answered, let people first do the Minhagim that we have, and then we'll print the Minhagim, Chaylik Shani. But anyway, this is one of the purposes of the Hayyim Yayim, is it gives us Minhagim. Let's now go back to the text. I spoke about it today. I'm not going to talk about it every time I come across a minute. I just want that we should... In other words, it's, it's good to spend one Sunday exploring this point. So the Sefer HaMiyayim, first of all, tells you the Chiddusha customs. Then it gives you history. And then it gives you a piscum. So let's continue reading. When out of prison from his first arrest, Yutas Kislev, Yutas Kislev, and it also was Taka Gimul Vayeshev. It was Tuesday of Pashas Vayeshev. I believe that the Mesitra Maggit passed away Tuesday of Pashas Vayeshlach. But the Alter Rebbe went out of jail Tuesday of Pashas Vayeshev. Tov Kuf Nuntes, Lefnais Edit, before dark. And as I told you on Friday, if not for the Nutkin, we wouldn't have two days Yomtev, we'd have only one day Yomtev. But because the Alter Rebbe spent three hours in the house of the Misnagid, by the time he got out of that house, it was already night, and we therefore have two days Yomtev, Yutas Kislev and Chav Kislev. Mimichtav Rabbeinu Azokin, the Alter Rebbe wrote a letter about his release from prison, and it says like this, and we, we read this letter on Friday. But however, at this point, I would like to inform you that the day which the Abish did for us, the day of Yutas Kislev, Yem Gimel was a Tuesday. 
said twice, like you all know this, we heard this from the Rebbe a million times, that in Maisa Bereshis, every time Hashem made something, He said, and He saw that it was good. On Monday, it does not say Kitev. Monday doesn't say Kitev. The simple reason why it doesn't say Kitev on Monday is because on Tuesday, He finished Maase Shalshen. You look at Rashi. On Monday, He separated the higher waters and the lower waters. On Tuesday, He separated the land from the sea. So Rashi says the separation of the land from the sea is the continuation of the separation of the high waters and the lower waters. So it says Kitev on Tuesday. But in addition, on that same Tuesday, He also created the plants. So it says two times Kitev. The first Kitev is for the, the separations, which is a continuation to Monday. The separation of the higher waters and the lower waters, the separation of the land and the sea. And the second Kitev is for the separation of the land and the sea. In other Svarim it says that the separation of the higher waters and lower waters is a bad thing. It's a Moshe of a Tzimtzum Even though you can't have a world without Tzimtzum, the fact of the matter is that Tzimtzum is a hell mess, the Nalakus, and it creates Klippus. So on Monday you don't say Kitev because the Havdalah, the separation, which was necessary, is a bad thing in itself. What about separation from the land of the sea? So it says in the vein of Bechaya, even though separating land from the sea is also a separation, but if you have no land, if you have no place which is not filled with Hashem's presence, with what water represents, you can't have Dira B'Tachtein. So the separation of the higher waters and the lower waters is not Kitev. Separation of the land from the sea is Kitev because that facilitates, it allows for us to do Teda and so the, long, the short of it is that therefore on Monday when Hashem created the separation between the higher words and the lower words, it doesn't say Kitev at all. Tuesday it says two times Kitev. So it says in Svarim, and it's one of the Rebbe's favorite ideas, that this Kitev twice is called Tev Shamayim, good for heaven, the Tev Labrias, and good for people. It's good for the Eivishter. The two times Kitev is Tev Lashamayim. Good for the Eivishter and good for the creation. And I guess you would say Tev Lashamayim would be the first Kitev and Tev Labrias would be the second Kitev. So the Alter Rebbe says that the Schus of Tuesday, which has a double Kitev, is the reason that I went out of jail. That's number one. And number two, it's Yain. That says the Alter Rebbe. The second reason I went out of jail this day because it's your site of the Magid. After that is Rebbe. Yeah, me lula Rebbe. Shell. You should know that in the letter it says the word Ptiras. Abamir was a peller. Remember I spoke to you before that by a tzaddik he used the word Estalkas. In the Alter Rebbe's letter it says the word Ptiras. Notice that the word Ptiras is missing here. It's, it's Alter Rebbe in front of me now. Page Tzadik Ches. Alter Rebbe's Igris. Here it says Yemi Lul Rabbe Ptiras Rabbeinu Kadishal. And the Rebbe quotes Yemi Lul Rabbe Shel Rabbeinu Kadishal. Here it says Zal, and here it says Shmatiyeh. It could be that the Rebbe had a different gift to the Briv, but in that Tacht by a Rebbe, by a Tadik, you don't say Ptiras, you say Hestalkas. Why the Alta Rebbe said Ptiras Vesachnish? But the Rebbe takes it out. It's very interesting to notice these kinds of changes. The Rebbe is a responsible man. He's changing the language of the Alta Rebbe. And you know how 
much respect the Rebbe has for the Mount Zavod. But anyway, the second reason they went out of prison, it's a skisla because the Yotzad of the market. The first reason is because it was Tuesday Shogbagidev. Second reason is because Yotzad of the market. And the third reason is because I was saying to them, as we discussed last week, that the Rabbeim always said Tilim according to the Chitas. The division of Tilim, which we say, the Val Shemtev said. The Fidik have made it a public union. But the Rabbeim, the Nasir Chabad, always said Tilim as it's divided according to the days of the month. But on occasions where they needed extra bracha, extra segula, they would say what they refer to as Tilim Bishufi, abundant Tilim, extra Tilim. Tilim Bishufi meant that instead of saying Tilim according to the days of the month, they said Tilim according to the days of the week. And on Tuesday you say according to the Tilim of the days of the week, Tuesday is part of the Shalom. Says the Rebbe, I'm saying Tilim, and I was saying Tilim Bishufi, and therefore it was a Tuesday, and I was saying, My soul was redeemed in peace. Now again, the Rebbe has a sikh where he says, the middle of the Rebbe was released from prison on Yud Kislev. Yud Kislev is the monthly cycle of saying Padre Bishalom. Now the Rebbe was the weekly cycle of saying Padre Bishalom. I'm saying Padre Bishalom. Before I started the next Pasuk, Yatsasi Bishalom went out in peace. And of course, over the years, we've had so much time to discuss the meaning of the word going out in peace. In fact, when we read the introductory letter, we talked about the significance of going out in peace. Me'avai is Shalom. From the Abish, it's called Shalom. And in the original letter, it says two more words. Vasayim b'shalim. Me'avai is Shalom. The Rebbe took out those two words. Vasayim, I will end with Shalom. Me'avai Shalom. The Rebbe takes out those words as well and writes Me'avai Shalom. Okay, we will continue in Metah Hashem next Sunday.